everybody. Thanks for joining the Gym Life Podcast for another episode, uh, special episode, uh, episode 21. And this is kind of a, a sit-in with a guy that I've been tracking down for years now. And we finally got together. He's an old hometown guy not too far from us. Lives over in Chicago now. Elite international pro powerlifter, uh, Sam Matea. Good, man. A lot of food. Yeah. A lot of lifting, a lot of sleeping. I, I bet. I know. I, you, I got a hold of you last night, or I think it was like two days ago, and I said, uh, yeah, we need to do this, you know, and I know we've been keeping track of one another, but we lost track during those holidays. True, Lo and behold, you've been home for two fucking weeks or yeah. a month now, or, uh -huh. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's been a good time, man. I came out here. It's funny because I had so many plans, but when holidays come, you can never really predict what's going to happen. No. You know, no. so... I was just going with the flow, and when you said you can get me in today, I'm like, you know what? I leave Monday. Let, let's make it happen. Yeah, thank you so much for that. It's good to have you, man. Yeah. And uh, I would have, I would have been disappointed had we had done this on a Zoom video because you're too much of the showman not to have you in. in right. Uh, you know, I like to be in person, man. I don't. I can't me do this too. camera stuff. I want to see your face man, and see your interaction. Way. Like, I can't do that. New school stuff. I tell him yeah. all the time, like, we got to stop the Zoom crap. I don't care if we got to start, like, driving to people. Like, yeah, I'm, so I hate Zoom. We need Zoom, a bigger budget, man. We got to find some sponsors. Well, you know, one day. We'll start flying. <laughs> like, hey, that would shit, be dope. You know? My wife's <laughs> used to being broke. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Look, paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Literally. Yeah, this is the new hobby, honey. <laughs> yeah. It's costing me a fortune. So, Sam, I got to tell you, man, uh, more recently, uh, you've done some pretty cool shit in powerlifting. Mm -hmm. uh, you've been at it a while. You know, we just talked a minute ago, and we have that common friend within the fitness community. And yeah. Robbie and I have made mention that it's kind of the six circles of Kevin Bacon in the, in the, in the lifting community. You, you live in California, have a guy from Boston. Yeah. Somehow you're connected. Very. It's now, a very when I, small world. Yeah, it is. When I first started, uh, well, I shouldn't say when I first started anything. I've been in this game as long as you have, and it's been a long time, but... I, about like two years ago, I guess it was, and, and maybe you can you have a better timeline than I will. I was uh, talking to a friend of mine at the gym, Tina. We talked about her figure competitor. If you uh -huh. try to make me pronounce her last name, you might know it better than me. Ellen's something. It's a no, great name. My English ain't better than you. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Anyhow, I said, you know, I got to find somebody to get me in shape. And she says, how about French Phillips? You know, he trains me. And I said, yeah, that's, I, you know, I looked down his page and guys, well, as you know, you've worked with him. He's an accomplished guy. Mm -hmm. And that's when I saw you for the first time. But you weren't a power lifter. No. You were a bodybuilder. I was. Yeah. Not for long. No, not, not for long. I did bodybuilding for a long time. Yeah. I started bodybuilding when I was 14 years old. Um, the focus was to get strong for wrestling. That was my kind of most loved thing ever. I loved wrestling, the competitive edge, you know, that I got from it. Um, and I can transfer that to powerlifting now. Um, but I got into bodybuilding and, and wanted to get stronger and stronger. And then after wrestling, I'm like, all right, let me do this. Started competing at 21. Okay. And then my last competition was at 25. Yeah, yeah. But power was always a part of your game. Yeah, and in high school, I squatted 495. Okay. And I was about 15 years old. Um, wow. I benched about 185, and I deadlift 405. Wow. Yeah. Were you no. competing, or was that just no, recreational? No, I was just for fun. Oh, just, yeah, get to the gym. Yeah. How much can you lift? Let's see what you got. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. No programming, yeah. no, like, you know, right. nothing crazy. Was that a big part of your school back then? Uh, was it the scene, kind of a lifting scene, or did you just kind of just pick that up on your own? No, my uncle was a, one of my biggest supporters, and he was a kind of a very, very big guy. He used to bench 500 pounds back in the day, you know, when 500 yeah. pounds was like... A big deal. Right? Yes, yeah. very big deal. It still is, but yeah. back in the day, not many people... Yeah, there's there. a lot more doing it, but yeah. there's still very little. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, so he got me into it, and he's like, we're going to get you stronger for wrestling, and then, you know, he just... Stayed on my ass and, yeah. and you kept fell pushing in love me. with it. Obviously, yeah. it's and, and a lot of people ask me like, "How you lift the way you lift?" And it's because I lifted around old school guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, so man, I tell I you, right? I got that we, mentality. Someday we'll be those old school guys, 
and Very carry true. that same tradition over maybe to the next generation. Very but true. God, they need it, don't they? Man, oh man, there's some soft lifters coming up right yeah, now. Yeah, the new generation, man. You just can't, you mm -hmm. know. You can't say anything without hurting nobody's feelings. You, you can't, can't do anything, do anything without, hurting, yeah. without hurting people's yeah. feelings. And that's yeah. why I'm like, if you don't like what I say, I'm sorry. I'm going to stay authentic. I'm not going to really change who I am. Yeah, you know? amen to that. You, you certainly project that too. And, and anything I see you do or say, and it, 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 it falls suit for sure, you know. So you did the whole bodybuilding thing. And uh, I saw it. You look good. You're pretty light. What would you what'd you go on stage at? Uh, 195. What, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I but you're a shorter heavy. guy, so you carry the muscle pretty well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look heavier than you than you probably, you appear to be about 220 to me on stage, but okay. that's bodybuilding, right? Yeah, I mean, under the, the lights and you know, the illusion of it. So yeah. you've accomplished that. But you said to, to me before the show started, that was kind of it. You said, did your thing, and time to get back onto what you do best, and that's throw around some heavy weight, mm -hmm. right? It just, man, I, I just looked at it, and I was just like, I don't want to do the drugs. I don't want to do the dieting. I was getting off stage, you know, just like families trying to celebrate. And I'm just like, I'm exhausted. I want to eat. Like, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? And um, before then, before my competition, my last bodybuilding competition, got invited to a deadlift competition. About six weeks out, I was sitting at 205 and I deadlifted 735. And this is before, just after the bodybuilding? Before, before the bodybuilding. Oh, you were in prep. Yeah, I was on okay. prep, yeah, you yeah. know. And I didn't post it because I didn't want French to yell at me. <laughs> so I was like, hey, French, I'm going to get, you know, a free yeah. membership if I win this. So he's like, okay, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll let you do this. Don't do nothing else, though. I'm like, all right. So I deadlifted 735 and I got a free year membership at the gym, Yeah, you know. And everybody's like, man, you need to power lift. I'm like, no, I love bodybuilding. I love bodybuilding. And, and after that bodybuilding show i was like you know what let me let me give this a try ah good move man yeah seven seven thirty five you said yeah at 205 at 205 yeah i'd say you're built for powerlifting. yeah yeah you can't give that talent up no way no you no. know there's this weird stigma in fitness that like bodybuilding doesn't translate to strength and i don't know why that is you know and and you know, like they people think that hypertrophy training doesn't translate to actual strength and maybe it doesn't optimally but it absolutely does. I, I've worked out with a lot of bodybuilders that have come in and powerlifted with me, and I went, "Motherfucker, you should powerlift." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why know? do you think that is? I don't. I, mean, I, I don't know. That's. I. I, I kind of wonder where this like idea came from that like bodybuilders aren't strong. You know, bodybuilders are crazy strong. I know. <laughs> everybody that doesn't knows that, but everybody that doesn't. The best doesn't. bodybuilders in the world right now. You got Chris Bumstead. You yeah. got you know the new guy coming in. What's his name? Nick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick Walker. Yeah, yeah. Nick Walker. the yeah. way they lift is kind of very yeah. similar to powerlifters. And when you bodybuild, you kind of learn that mind-muscle connection, and you learn yeah. how to lock in every muscle to yeah. push the most weight. You yeah. Know? You know, I think different... maybe the stigma was just attached to it because it was a little bit more of a... Because it's done for aesthetic. Aesthetic. Yeah. 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 Right. You don't need sure. to lift heavy to be a bodybuilder. You don't have to. No. Right, right. No. But, you, but like you said, there are a lot more bodybuilders now even mm -hmm. that lift that way. Like there's, we have bodybuilding friends that, you know, follow Westside's conjugate method during prep. True. You know, they lift heavy. They lift right. heavy. Um, so. What, uh, what, what was the biggest difference between your bodybuilding, I guess, routines or your programming compared to your powerlifting now? Did you carry anything over to, or was it a complete flip of a switch? Completely different. It's a night and day thing. Um. We don't train to exhaust a muscle anymore. We train to hit numbers. We train to um, execute lifts. And uh, we do accessories to improve my top lifts, which is squats, bench, and deadlift. You know? mm -hmm. So everything I do is focused on that and uh, helping me be optimal when I have my meet days. 
to push as much as I can, basically. What are those accessories? Do you have, like, a, a core few of them that you stick with that you find that are probably, I shouldn't say more important than anything else, but when you talk about your accessories, because we know what the big three are. Yeah. We know the different variations of those. Mm -hmm. What are the accessories that have taken you kind of to, you know, to, to where you're at now? So, um, for example, like, I had, I had a problem kind of with my shoulders doing a couple of movements with the chest. So we started, um, I, I struggle on the lockout. Right, where okay. most people are struggling, right, know, where right. you need your triceps and drive. Um, so we started doing floor presses. We added that as an accessory. Okay. You know, and a lot of people don't understand like your main bench day is just one day. Everything else, I bench five times a week. Yeah. And I deadlift twice and I squat three times. So I only have one main day a week for each lift. Which is your bench day. Yeah. And then the other days are your accessory All days. All accessories. Are, right, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And my accessories can go from four bench, basically floor presses. I do three-second pauses, benches, and then I do dumbbells. Gotcha. That's about Very it. simple. Very simple. Yeah. Deadlifts is basically rows. You know, I do RDLs, you know, SLDL, which is stuff like deadlifts. Yep, yep. And sometimes I do conventional because I'm a sumo puller. Yep. Yeah, so that's about it. Very simple. Very simple. Yeah, not overcomplicated at all. Nothing it takes the thinking right out of it. Yeah, and I love my coach because he kind of kind of listens, and uh, whatever I tell him, like, hey, this is bugging me. This is not really working. We adjust it right away. How's the recovery though? I mean, the first thing a guy's gonna say or ask when they hear that kind of uh, programming because uh -huh. you're benching and deadlifting, and squatting, basically, yeah. you know, every, every other day, day or so every day. Yeah. Yeah. How's the recovery and how do you manage that? You recover better than bodybuilding, honestly. Because you're not going to yeah, you're complete exhaustion. You're training, yeah. to, you're saying. You're exactly. training to peak exactly. performance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're, what your training is, you go through RPEs is what my programming is based off of. And every week we kind of up it. You know, we go through blocks and then we go start all over down, go back down, let the body kind of reset. Right. You know, and usually at the end when you're peaking through for a meet or anything like that, that's when you really feel the exhaustion yeah. of your muscles kind of like, yo, I need to rest a little bit, but... That's when you push the most. So you, a little bit of listen to your body methodology comes into play on maybe yeah. a longer periodization yeah. type of training where yeah. you, you throw it in where you need to throw it in. Yeah, sometimes like yesterday I had an RPE about seven and a half, you know, and sometimes my body can push a little bit more. Sometimes my body's like, no, I'm not having it. So you yeah. kind of listen to your body and push what you could with, with what you got. So you've dialed in your RPEs pretty well. We've had this conversation a lot, right? Because yeah. as you probably know, it gets a little maddening with the way people use RPE. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's not real in a lot of cases because guys don't know what nines are. They don't know what sixes are. They, they fabricate this based off of how much they want to put into the lift. True. We made this comment the other day. I think we were talking to Taylor Gone, and you might know who Taylor is. He's a big uh, trainer. Uh -huh. uh, you know, a lot of guys don't know what puking is until they puke. So that's True. a 10, right? Or, or, or 11, let's say. True. So how did you discover that in yourself? I mean, was it your pro – who's your coach, by the way? His name is Joe. Joe Game Day. He's uh, out okay. of Austin, Texas. Okay. His, his last name's Game Day? No, his, uh, oh, okay. his last name is Stang. I was like, what a okay. fucking great name. Yeah. <laughs> he owns a gym called Game Day. His okay. Instagram is Joe Game Day. Okay. So I always call him that. Everybody mm -hmm. knows him off of that. But yeah. it's Joe Stank. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did he help you develop your RPE? I guess what I'm getting yeah. at is RPE is best used like in a two-man RPE, right? Because yeah. you get to know somebody. You say, oh, no, 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 no. We know where you're at. This may not where you think you're at, but this is where I know you're at. Yeah. So I would I would basically send him. In the beginning, I was undershooting everything. Okay. Yeah. And when I first started, I got him as a coach uh, last year in uh, February before my first meet in, Mar in April. Yeah. Two months before my meet. And I'm like, hey, I want to win this meet. He's like, that's a really short time to win. And I'm like... I think you can coach me to do it. And that's when we got together. And <laughs> I started undershooting everything. And he's like, you need to push a little bit. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. So I started pushing. I was over pushing. We're like, all right, let's take right. it down a notch a little bit. So it was kind of trial and error. 
with time, we kind of figured yeah, it out. Yeah, kind of dialed in a little yep. bit. So, yep. so you would agree then that that, that two-man sort of uh, uh, detective work is necessary yeah. sometimes, yeah. else you might still sort of be floating around and... You know, RPEs, maybe you don't know where, you, where you're at or where you should be. Very kind of true. Thing. Yeah. Very true. That's interesting, you know, because it's all this programming now and all this knowledge we get in from, well, it's everywhere, right? I mean, yeah. it can be confusing at times because guys don't want to give or girls don't want to give programming its chance to work yeah. or work through the idea of trying to figure out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. um, did you jump around a bit in the beginning? Uh, was there things that you did? Well, we can all say there's things we did that we probably wouldn't do today, uh -huh. but some of the bigger changes that you made, can you identify some of those that you thought, okay, this is what really took me to this next level of, of, of strength as opposed to maybe just going through the whole training programming of it? Um, before I got my coach, I was just flowing, kind of just pushing my body. Gotcha. Oh, I feel good today. Let me push some heavy weight, you know? And I wouldn't push on a regular. I would make it every three weeks. I would test my strength. And then when I decided I wanted to compete, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this alone. I need somebody with, with guidance, somebody to hold me back so I don't push too much. I don't push too little. You know, I need somebody to get me up there. And I have the potential to be the best in the world, you know, um, mm -hmm. with the right guidance, obviously. And that's when I got my coach, and that was a big game changer. Yeah. And I just committed. I'm like, I'm not going to play games. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do, you know. Right. I'm not going to question your programming. I'm just going to go full throttle. Yeah, take the thinking right out of it. I'm your guy. Let's just do it. Get yep. it done. Yeah, yeah. you just you, when you connect to somebody, you just know. And I've talked to three coaches before him, and it just didn't feel right, you know. And I'm like, eh, give me time, give me time. With him, it instantly clicked. Yeah, instantly. Like we talked and, and we had a Zoom call, and from there it was just like, yep, let's get it going. Let's get the ball rolling. Proofs in the pudding. Mm -hmm. I mean, so far so good, right? Oh, yeah. What organization, uh, you know, I was looking at some of your videos the other day. I'm trying to peg the organizations that you live for. Mm -hmm. um, who are they? USPA. USPA, okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't quite pick that up. I didn't know if it was USPA. And uh, yeah. uh, I guess that, that would be the only I've only one done there. two meets, APF. so. Yeah. I've APF, only done two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they were both at Search to New Levels in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. first one was in April. Um, I totaled 1956. Yep. Um, and that put me in, in top 20, I believe, that year, or top 15, somewhere there. Um, and then I competed. After that, I got my pro card. And yeah. then I competed in my first pro meet in October, and I totaled over 2,000. Yeah, 2,025, I think, right? Where 15. 15, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that raw, raw raps? Yeah, raw. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't do raps. No, no I saw that. Yeah, I saw <laughs> I'm that. not a rap guy either. No, I can't I, do that. I saw the 800 spot. It looked good. It was, yeah, it was, it was, light, it was hard, though. Yeah. I'm like, man, this hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot going down in that pressure, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah I love the fact you're raw, man. I think that's just, Obviously, that's always cool, right, when we yeah. can say we're doing a 2,000-pound total raw. And I can say I've never touched those numbers. I think maybe 1,900 and some change back raw. And, mm -hmm. you know, but, I, but I was much heavier. I mean, you're only a 110-kilo guy. Yeah. I mean, so you're really getting the most out of your frame right now. I mean, we're six, uh, almost seven times, seven and a half times body weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's world class, man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. So where are you going from here? Um, so right now I'm training. Obviously, I graduated school in May. So yeah. I did not want to put the pressure of trying to compete and graduate at the same time. So we're, uh, we're programming to basically compete in October. And um, we're pushing. I want to total at least about 2,100 in around May-ish. Mm. And then I want to total break the world record in October. Where, where are you getting your, where are you getting your uh, numbers from? I mean, what are you looking at that 215 now? You're going 2100. I know in a powerlifter's mindset, you want it from everywhere, right? Yeah. You know I'm, you I'm got a some, total, in the some in the pocket somewhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, what I like about my body is I'm a total lifter. 
So I squat heavy, I bench heavy, and I deadlift heavy. So yeah. I don't really have a missing part right. where I lack, where I need to catch up in another lift, you know. Yeah. So um, it's funny because me, I totaled 2K, I went six out of nine. Yeah. And I missed two of my mm -hmm. deadlifts, and I had a groin injury as well during that meet. Yeah. And that's why I only deadlifted 727 instead of my best. Which yeah, yeah. You know, I saw that. I over thought, 800. Well, he's well over 800 in training. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there so, it is then. You know, put it, it's coming out of your pocket next yeah. week. Yeah, so I'm hoping a total 2210, 2220, wow. somewhere there. Wow. Yeah, and I want all my lifts, honestly, to go up there. And then he said you're going to break the world record. Total? Yes. Raw? Yeah. What is that? It's 1,000 kgs, 2205. Mm -hmm. yeah. Who's holding that right now? Jamal Browner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he competes in a couple weeks. So hopefully he doesn't... Hopefully he doesn't raise it. I hope he does raise it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. He'll add a little spice that's to That's right. Cooking. I want a little spice. But you know what it is? Yeah. If he does raise it, that guarantees you break it. Because I, I can already tell the mentality of yeah. you as a person. Yeah. I'm a if competitive If you jump person. that number, yeah. motherfucker, I'm coming after yeah. it. You know? Oh, yeah. And that's always fun to see that type of competition at a higher level, too. You know? I'm never one to like to see a record that just holds, man. Uh, I want to see guys chasing each other, you know, and breaking it. Breaking it's more it. fun. It's more fun being competitive. Competitive, and yeah. that's what I love about it. That's why I bring the energy to the meets. That's why I bring my celebrations. And, You're the showman. And I love it. It's yeah. just a lot of people are like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I'm very composed before I lift because I get all my energy into the lift, yeah. but some energy still stays over after I finish my lift, so I gotta let it out, you know? <laughs> gotta get rid of it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I think there's two things that kind of always brought my attention to you. A it was that muffin, man. I mean, yeah, where do you buy your muffins at, first off? When I'm in Michigan, to yeah. Hortons, and then when I'm in Chicago, Starbucks. Yeah, I, I know you got your place to go because yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. got this muffin on his way to working out, you know, the muffin man or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was always fun watching you do that. But really, the most entertaining thing was your dancing, you know. And, man. and just, and it's not entertaining, like, because I think you're a good dancer, mm -hmm. you know, but you are a good dancer. Not a good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> not a I good know, singer. That's why I do it. <laughs> But I can see that energy like you're talking yeah, about. That's yeah. what I see. It's like, man, it's just like, just fucking get it out of me, you know, uh -huh. like it's coming. Yeah. And you can kind of see it building up in you. And you bring that to the platform with you, which I think is cool, even in competition. Yeah. Yeah. Even even if I'm having a bad day, bad lift, and, and one thing I, I really um, go about is clearing my mind. And that's one way I clear my mind is, you know, my muffin puff, my dancing, my my music before, you know, my drive, that 20-minute drive to the gym. Yeah. That's yeah. clear my mind to get ready to lift. You know, I got a mission to, to accomplish, and that's how I do it every time. You know, walk through that door, everything's out the mind. Yeah, you have a, you have a pro, yeah, you're, you're kind of self-programming there is like spot on. There's no question about it. I mean, your routine is, I mean, it's direct mm -hmm. and, and to the point and how you've programmed yourself to get ready to lift. Mm -hmm. um, you tend to jump around to a lot of facilities, though, don't you? Yeah. So how is that in your training? Is that a part of your training because you want to jump to these facilities to give yourself a different sort of atmosphere or personnel? Uh, or why do you do that? A lot of I guys do don't that, do that. I do that out here in Michigan because it depends on, on the time of day and what I got to train. Okay. You know, and uh, I actually have some of my own equipment that I take with me to certain gyms in Michigan. Okay. Because they don't have that one powerlifting gym where I can just go and have the space that I got. Like in Chicago, it's just my one gym. You know, I got everything I need there. All my spotters out there. If I spot, if I squat anything over seven hundred, I got people I can, right, you know, right. have there for me. Over here, it's kind of like wherever the workout takes me, I'll go. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, because I think, you know, after, after you know, like I said, checking you out for a while, you always seem to be in a different facility. Yeah. And I, I, I thought there was a method to that madness a little bit. Yeah. You know? It depends on my workout. Sometimes I have a, you know, high bar squat, you know, with legs, and that I could go to any kind of gym. Right. Because um, I need abductors, adductors to strengthen my hips because we're trying to make sure my groin is good enough to carry right. 800 and above deadlift. And um, sometimes I do arms. That's where I also go to a commercial gym and use machines and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when I need to squat, I need my squat bar. So I'm, I'm sticking to my kilos. Well, you need your spotters, too, in some of these bigger lifts, yeah. too. No doubt yeah. about it. Man. Yeah. Yesterday, I had no spotters, but, you know, Jesus got me. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, listen, I got Jesus on the flag in yeah. my gym. You know, you know what else gets What else gets everybody in that gym with their jaw on the floor, and he knows it. They're all staring at him when the music yeah. stops, hey, and he's in the middle of that lift. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a certain entertainment value that comes out of it that. Is, it know? is. It's for, funny. For sure. it's, always, it's always interesting the way people look at you. You know, because when you're around a lot of strong guys, it's kind of a normal thing nowadays. Right. That's when right. You're, yeah. when, when you, you go, go to a normal gym, gym yeah, yeah. people looking at you like you're, yeah. you're somebody huge. You put 500 yeah. pounds on the squat bar and everybody loses their mind. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> you know, they're like... I had, yesterday, I had people asking me for pictures after they saw me. I squatted oh, 725. Great. Yeah, that's great. You know, and I'm like, yeah, cool. I don't mind taking pictures, yeah. you know. I don't think I'm that special yet. Right. But, you know, yeah, you're a humble guy. Cool. You're a humble guy. you know what, though? Like, that's part of... Let's be honest, like... I power lift. Yeah, I like to get strong. I like to lift heavy weights, but I kind of like to show off a little bit. So mm-hmm. I don't mind going to a commercial gym and having people no, go, no. you know, watch me when I... What's, what is that, Planet Fitness? Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a small guy. I deadlift on the on the, on the the Smith machine at yeah, Planet yeah. Fitness. Yeah. Everyone loses their you mind. You press four or five. <laughs> confused. Four or five. Yeah. confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. How about uh, your maintenance program, man? I mean, you, you know, you... you you know, as much as you train, you got your coaching in, your program is right on, your, your attitude's spot on, you know, mm-hmm. your pre, pre-prep to going into your uh, your training and your meets is spot on. You can't tell me you don't have a lot of aches and pains throwing that kind of weight up, but coming from a medical background, you got to be one of those guys that utilizes a wealth of uh, maintenance type stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Um, I have... <clears throat> You can talk for him. Yeah. <laughs> Sing a song. Uh, he got thirsty right on the, on the question. Yeah. Um, honestly, I have, I have, I'm very lucky because I have a perfect circle around me, you know, where people um, from my nutrition to my massage therapist, who's also my best friend. M3, um, right? Is yep, that? Yeah. Okay. Rachel. Yep. Um, shout out to her. Yeah. And uh, I'm just so lucky to have her on my side, man. I bet. Like whenever I call her, whenever I need her, you know, and she works with NFL players now. Yeah. So for me to call her and, and just have her on the spot like that, I'm like, I'm not no NFL player, right. but it's cool to have her on my side. And, yeah. and she's somebody that understands my body. And uh, whenever I get hurt or, you know, aches and pain yeah. or anything is, is bothering me, I literally tell her and it's a one touch, one fix kind of thing, you know. She's from Detroit, though. M3, M3 Detroit, right? Yeah. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, I follow her on the Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty special. What about Chicago? I mean, does she come out to see you and then yeah. hang out a bit? She came out to oh, my great. meet. She comes out, you know, about a couple of days before my meet, works on me, you oh, know, helps me out. Yeah. During my meet, she she works on me if anything is bothering me, you know, stretches me out. So you're regimented then for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about your other maintenance type stuff? Anything that you do? Maybe it's I know meditation's big for a lot of guys these days. You kind of do that on your in your in your mm-hmm. uh, uh, a training prep, you know, and that sort of thing. Are there anything else that you use that you find that is kind of working real well for you that you would share with other people if they ask, hey, what do you you know what can I do to? Also, I have I have a good friend of mine who's a PT, okay. and I also get that work. You know, right. with, and I also use my Theragun. You got cupping, you know, ice, you know, cryotherapy, yeah. got it. all those things, you know, stretching, yeah. you know, and uh, honestly, resting. 
Yeah. A lot of people don't rest. Mm -hmm. And that's my number one thing. When people are like, let's go out, let's do this. I'm like, I got to lift tomorrow. I got to do this. I got to right. do certain things. So I'm going to rest all my body that I could. You know? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that you're right. That's kind of forgotten. And especially with younger lifters, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're always racing to the weekend. You know, yeah. I get my lifts in, racing to the weekend. There's no rest. Mm -hmm. Of course, you didn't rest last night. You texted me at 2.30 in the morning. My sleep is a little, is a little messed up out <laughs> Listen, here in Michigan. Sleep and rest are not yeah. the same. Okay. You know? yeah. I, was, I was laying down, but <laughs> I woke up this morning. I said, "Where was this fucker at two thirty in the morning?" Yeah. I was in bed trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I was at the strip club, by the way, last night. Were you? Well, you know, Jeremiah, he works. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, he invited me up, and you know, I'm just checking out the scene a little bit. That's cool. But, you know, thanks they, for the invite. It's uh, yeah, well, <laughs> next time I'll remember no, that you actually go out. It's not usually my thing, but you know, it's kind of, I can fit it into the gym life, right? These, these, uh, Oh God, here we go. What do you mean? These girls work out hard to be up there. Jesus. You know, I just support the gym life. That's all. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. I saw your, t I saw it as well. He was out late last night, but I'm That's glad to what? see that you're resting. Even when you're yeah. resting, right? You're back yeah, home. Yeah. Uh, my sleep is a little messed up whenever I get a little, head a little heavier, Yeah, you know, and whenever I travel and come out here, right. you know, my parents' house isn't the coldest. They like it at like 70. I like my apartment at like 67 66 gotcha, gotcha with my fan and it's cold right. sleep it's better tough to kind of get back yeah. in the routine isn't yeah, it so. even though it's your old bed it just right yeah right yeah it's just you can't what uh, what nationality are you i'm iraqi iraqi yeah yeah um i, I will say i i was gonna say you eat well at your, at your parents house right yes yeah. my mom loves to cook oh, <laughs> yeah she loves to cook yeah that's you awesome I, I love good um, um middle eastern food man you, know, you should have told me i would have brought you some i, I will next time right? i'm gonna hold you to yeah. that man Let honestly i just went out last night to bottle west as a i love bottle oh, west. Too. Shit, oh, you man. gotta drive a dearborn Oh yeah, well you know my, my family's from Dearborn Heights. I'm oh, a Heights nice. guy. Well my, my wife's from Dearborn area. She lives off of uh, Outer Drive in uh, uh, Pelham, right in that okay. general area out there. So yeah, we're down there all the time. So I'll catch up with you sometime when you're in town oh, for, for sure, and sure. I'll take you up on that. Oh, I bet. will take you up. I'll on take that. you to some good places. Yeah, I bet you will. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's my favorite place down there, man. All day long. All the food. And then we'll get a workout in here where you can just do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll love it. <laughs> I'm yeah. Call me up. I'll come out here <laughs> and put shit. on a show for you guys. Oh, perfect. So you know, talking about your heritage a little bit. I had mentioned to you before the show started, you know, I saw a really cool podcast that you were, it was a buddy, you mentioned it was a buddy's mm -hmm. podcast. And, but what I really liked about it, man, is you were talking about your heritage yeah. and your story about your grandfather, right? Yeah. And th that's just so inspiring to me. I mean, you mentioned he's your biggest inspiration. Yeah. My father. Your father. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. And yeah. Your father, grand, right? It, it yep. goes on right on down yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how that all came about? Because you're, you're second generation here, right? Yeah. 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 No, I'm the first generation. You're first. So your dad oh, came your dad. from? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't born here. Oh, okay. oh shit. So, so no, I guess none of us are here, generations here? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, you, I don't how, know how, I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works yeah. either. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. No shit. But yeah. I wasn't born here. We, I came here when I was 11 years old. Okay. Yeah. But I grew up in Iraq. Um, my dad my dad is, uh, inspires me and you know motivates me a lot because he probably had one of the hardest lives I've ever oh, witnessed. Imagine. You know, living in a country where you basically, he, his mom doesn't read, right? You know, doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. um, he had nothing basically growing up. His dad died when he was one years old because his, uh, he jumped off the train because the trains back in the day don't stop. And his shirt got caught in the door oh, and he went me. right under the train. So his dad passed away at wow. one year old. So he had no father. Um, and then they grew up in mud houses. There was no electricity, you know, and he, had, he went to school. You know, when it rains, he's sleeping in the water in the mud, you know, and then he grew up to uh, become a doctor. And wow. yeah, he would stay studying, light up a candle and basically sit and read, Man. you know, and all the money that he would work for, would he would give it to his mom 
trying to support her for food and stuff like that. And then to be able to do that, become a doctor, the first doctor in his city. I always tell them they should put, build a statue of you up out ah, there. Yeah. Like, you know? That's a story to be told there yeah, for sure. You know? And yeah. then he, uh, we ran away from war yep. to Syria. And we okay. stayed there for eight years. We lived in an apartment of one bedroom, one living room, six yeah. people of us. And we would sleep on the floor. And you remember a lot of this. Yeah, I remember yeah. Syria. I don't remember Iraq. Yeah. I was young. Yeah. Yeah, but Syria, I that? remember. This was in, uh, we left in 1997. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. You know, so um, in Syria, I remember all of it. And my dad, one thing that I loved about him is he never left, like let us feel that we were poor or we didn't have anything. Like food was always there. Right. Whatever we wanted to buy for school, he bought it. Like it, he figured did, it out. Yeah, we did not know he was struggling right. ever. You yeah. know, and now we grew up, and he kind of tells us the stories, right. and we're like, "Wow, that's insane!" You know. Yeah. And then from there, we got lucky, and uh, we came to the states in 2005. Man. And uh, yeah. he I love hearing wow. those stories, man. Yeah. I mean, finished his degree, God. and same thing. We were we were living off of food stand. Yeah. Out here, and now he's he's a well well very good. Doctor. So he finished his degree here. Yeah, he's okay. a doctor now. And, uh, well, well, he was already a doctor. Right. Yeah, in Iraq, but you have to You have to come over here and do the yeah. crap here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 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 I actually, I have a, another friend of mine, actually a couple friends of mine from over there. Mm -hmm. um, same thing. Their family's doctors. And yeah. Said they, they were doctors over there. They had to come over here. Not like redo medical school, but they had to do like different certification of yeah. some sort of yeah, residency yeah, yeah. again. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah exactly I mean, that. the inspiration anybody can get from stories like that, right? I mean, it's almost like you look at kind of the way things are today, and I, mm -hmm. I don't want to get off gym life, but in general, it's 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 hard to feel sorry for people that are in way better situations, yeah. that are complaining about way or shit that doesn't mean nearly as much. True. When you hear stories like what your dad went through yeah. to make sure you're where you're at today. Yeah. I mean, more people need to hear stories like that. That's all I'm saying. It I makes it, I, I'll tell you, it, 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 makes, it makes it hard sometimes because when, when somebody comes and complains to you about their emergency, yeah. and you're like, motherfucker, you're out of hot dogs. That's not an emergency. Yeah. You know, yeah. like... It's hard to empathize yeah. with that sometimes, which is, you know, yeah. I mean, not you try every, to everyone, still, right? everyone's, everyone's struggles person, different for right. sure, right? True. So, like, I shouldn't downplay anybody's struggle. True. But sometimes I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. that ain't a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine it's an easy fix. Yeah. 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 Easy. Yeah. I agree. That's one thing I kind of live off of, and a lot of people are like, what are you thankful for? And I'm like, my parents giving me a chance to live here in the States. And, and a lot of people are like, you never have any, like, Negative moments, you don't have... I'm like, everybody kind of has negative oh, yeah. moments, but I'm so, like, thankful for the life that I have every day. I wake up having electricity, having water, right. you know? I didn't I, have to sleep in the yeah, mud. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> electricity doesn't just turn off out of nowhere, yeah. and you're sitting in 120-degree weather, sweating yeah. in your house. And like, that shit's hot, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, in a desert, it's, it's not easy fun. to find yeah. your motivation, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and be grateful. Yeah, exactly. for sure. I first and that's and why I have no fear lifting. No. Well, hey, listen, man. Yeah, this is easy. Yeah, yeah, this is, <laughs> walk in the yeah. park. And that, you're damn good at it, too. That helps, man. Yeah, that natural talent you have. I mean, you're built like a brick shit house. I mean, there's just everything about you that screams power lifter. And then right. you put the right attitude in with that because that's what it takes. Hey, there's yeah. a lot of great athletes out there. I we agree. can agree to that. I agree. And a lot of them will fall this way or mm -hmm. they fall this way. Yeah. And you don't hear about half of them that you should have heard about because they don't have this right. True. And uh, there's no doubt that, you know, Sam, you got that going on for you. Thank so you. Thank very you. cool. So, so you're uh, brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got an older brother, older sister, and a younger sister. Yeah. Sports yeah. and athletics like you, lifting? I mean, my brother, yeah, he played soccer yeah. his whole life. Okay. He still does. He's 6'2". 
Okay. So he's, Jesus, he's, what happened he's, to you? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> they messed up. <laughs> and, but I, I ain't complaining because I'm the perfect height. You know, for, right. for my lift. That's a power lift. Yeah, That's I'll a power lift. I'll take it. Yeah. You know? um, my uncles all play sports. Mm. You know, and uh, my mom played sports. Yeah. My mom's brothers all played. Also, he played. One of my uh, uncles is six eight. Played Jeez. international volleyball player. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Are they all stateside now, or you got a lot of family back? Uh, no, I got a lot of family back there. Do you? you None of get... my dad's side is out here. They're all. Oh, okay. Iraq. Yeah. You get back much at all, or? I haven't been there since uh, about 2018. Okay. Yeah, well, but you guys harder. make a point to maybe try to. Yeah. It's a little harder now. Yeah, of it's harder to go out there with Corona and stuff. Yeah. And, and all those complications. And everything else going on. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, not it's... as easy to just be out there. Yeah. It's a 14-hour flight. So. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, but not... you're but you're finishing up your degree in nursing right now, so you're kind of taking your father's path a bit yeah are you specializing in anything um i, I want to do icu probably after okay. that for a couple of years and then probably go np school yeah you know work with my dad in a clinic yeah when That'd you're be done cool. uh, being a pro power lifter how you can do this forever no i'll, I'll retire at some point you know yeah. i want to retire on top i don't want to get injured and be out or yeah. you know one of those guys you know falls off yeah i want to retire when i'm on, when I'm on top so. you know you hear that story a lot you know we we had a, a pam grishock in the other day who's a good friend of ours and she was was at a national show back in the day, you know, and mm -hmm. took second or something. And said I was ready to call it quits. Uh -huh. and she got talked into that one last show, and she, she shit the bed. Yeah, and it was just like not, you know, yeah. wanting to finish on top. I yeah. think, especially in sports like lifting sports. I agree. Because honestly, I mean, there's not a lot of give back from these sports other than the yeah. people you meet and the accolades True. maybe you get from your personal self, right? True. Um, but you've got these goals in mind, which are great. But it sounds like to me, you're 20. 27. Yeah, so there's a lot of, lot of, a lot of wax on that candle time. left. Yeah, yeah, we still got yeah. some time. Yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. Have you ever thought about doing Strongman? i got to ask you. Yes. It's Good. because everybody's asking me that now. Because <laughs> everybody's crossing over these days. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Strong, Strongman's got a, a, a new groundswell again. It and is. it's yeah. becoming very popular again. Yes. So. Yeah, it seems to be. And I'm, we're glad to see it, right? Because anything in the lifting community and the strength community, man, we all support one another. And everything kind of goes together yeah you know of course you can't sumo and strongman though no i don't like conventional yeah oh you don't good because no. you know i, I make like fun of sumo sometimes i'm yeah. sure you did too hey right? i do too yeah listen yeah. you know it's you a know cheat code you know <laughs> it's a cheat code yeah. okay. i like that yeah. i like that you know all sumo pullers conventional too yeah, okay. it's conventional yeah. pullers that don't sumo. That's the problem. That you're right. Yeah. I guess conventional pullers yeah. can't sumo. Yeah, yeah they can. Sumo pullers can conventional. Oh, that yeah. is so true. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I've conventional eight, 804. I've seen your conventional. Yeah, okay. yeah you're a good conventional. Yeah. I, I, I just wondered because I, I know you're, you're sumo because you're approaching 900 now in your sumo, so it's yeah. a no brainer. I mean, is, if the yeah. rules stay the way they are, they just you got to do you what's do right, right? Exactly. Cheat code. I like that. You take every advantage yeah. the rules give you. Exactly, yeah. and it puts less stress on my lower back. I can squat more. Oh, without a doubt. Longevity's big. It yeah. lends to all your other lifts and keeps yeah. you in good shape. Yeah, I guess you, you know. You wide yeah, stand squat, sumo's perfect. All right, it's the same muscle go. group. Every day I struggle with this. <laughs> now you're gonna become uh, sumo camp. Uh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you pull sumo? I, I did for a year. I switched back to conventional. Okay. Um, I tend to be stronger actually conventional. I pulled sumo for a year, and it helped translate over into my squat a lot because okay. uh, I wide stand squat. Okay. Um, but I'm switching back to conventional. I just yeah, I, it puts a little bit too much stress on my knee. Okay. Um, sumo and wide stance squat, so I have to kind of cut. I have to change okay. one of them. But that needs becoming a strong man now. 
Oh, well, I am yeah. going to compete all year this year in strongman. Actually, not going to powerlift yeah. this year. I'm right. going to compete all year in strongman. I like strongman. I have a lot of strongman friends. Yeah, and then next yeah. year I'll be eligible for masters powerlifting. So then I'll go back to powerlifting and break all the records and just fuck up the masters. Don't tell him that shit. Sam. <laughs> Honestly, God, you're just feeding into his fucking <laughs> delusion right Lost now. The masters world record. Yeah, here we go. Oh shit. And the uh, masters are getting pretty tough. Bro, out there. I they're all that all the time. There. Yeah, Because yeah. all the masters are guys like you and everybody yeah, else that are just. In masters now, yeah, you know, yeah, it's not like you're insane. getting a weaker class. I know these guys sure. are killing it, yeah, and in large part because of all the maintenance and information and everything we know now, we can yeah. put into our our basket of goodies. Yeah. Man, guys are competing well into their forties and fifties, oh, yeah. and then some. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty amazing to me. It's it 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 gives you hope, right? Because if you do decide that you're going to stick around an extra twenty or thirty years, okay, yeah, you know you can get it done. I don't know if I'll stick 20 years. Oh, but. Don't tell me that. There's two, camps. there's two camps. There's people that want to go out on top, and there's people that are going to die under the I would bar. always lift. Yeah, I'll yeah. always lift that, for, well, the, okay, that's for what the rest saying. of my life. Yep. I'll lift. You right. know? You'll but be like be, Rocky, man. Will I be squatting yeah. 700 pounds you know, at 40 years old? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to yeah. say no, because I don't. Yeah. my mind might be a little different at 40 years old. I don't old. know. I'm judging by what I... You'll realize at 40 that you're still fucking young. You know what will happen? He'll give it up for a couple years, and he'll just be in the gym. There'll be some young guys over there on the bench. He'll just make his way, he'll kind of inch over with the dumbbells before you know it, you're back into it. No, again. Have, again. There'll be some kids in the squat yeah. rack, he'll just start loading plates, they'll stop, yeah. they'll just casually squat 700 it's, and walk away. Like I'll be able to tell that story Rocky when Six I was comes your around, age. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky didn't think he'd fight again, yeah. he fought again, you know, did great. So, yeah, who, what about your, your support group? You know, we talk about, you know, your, your best friend, M3, uh, mm-hmm. what's her name again? Rachel. Rachel. So yeah. you got Rachel. We know that's your part of your maintenance and your support group, obviously. But, you know, coming up through powerlifting now and coming up through, you know, lifting in general, is there a group? Who who are the people that kind of you remember that you can say, hey, this guy and that, that guy kind of, we talked about old school, right? Uh-huh. The guys like that were in your life, no doubt, because yeah. that's yeah. where you come to appreciate them. I mean, who were those guys and who are the guys now in your powerlifting scene that you kind of, you know, gravitate towards for information and just sort of supporting one another? Um, growing up, my brother, you know, you, you always have that competitive nature with your brother. You know, you're trying to outdo him. He's trying to outdo you. Um, we always got into it. Yeah. You know, I was a better athlete than this he is. This is your 6'3", brother? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I was a better athlete than yeah. him, so we would always get into it, you know. And uh, my uncle, he always, you know, took the yeah. time to teach me and take the time out of his day to show me the ways and stuff like that. And then um, people at the gym, honestly, Clark, McGrizzle. Yeah, that's your partner. Yep, yep. we'll talk yep. about that and in a minute. Podcast. Yeah, my yeah. podcast. So uh, he's he's like my brother now, um, and then my best friends, everybody around from now. Like you got Ed, you know, he broke the bench world record yeah. at my meet last yeah. meet. You got people in my gym, John, Tim, you know, the owner, Serge. What what gym? What's your gym in Chicago? Serge to New Levels. Serge to New Levels. Yeah. That's and right. Serge is, is the owner, and he's mm-hmm. 29 years old, and he's okay. one of the coolest owners. Yeah, yeah. That I've ever met. Nice facility. So you got a lot of competitors nice. coming out of that facility. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I think it's probably one of the toughest gyms, yeah. if not the toughest gym. And when we're talking nowadays. gyms, one thing, but toughest gyms, you got a lot of badass dudes coming out of that gym. Yeah, you got people. A lot of people squatting over 800, people benching over 500, and people deadlifting over 800. Yeah. So you got a very good bunch of handful of guys who can lift. Yeah, there's like, no ego right. whatsoever. And that's what I love about powerlifting when you compare it to bodybuilding is, is we all support each other. We all lift together. Right. We all spot each other. We're all like, come on, you got to get this lift. And, and we all celebrate together, you yeah. know, so yeah. it's kind of cool. No yeah. secrets, man. It's no. like, yeah, I'm not telling you what gear I'm taking and chicks. I don't no. want you to look like I look and all that. No. Tell me about your protocols. Can we talk about that? Sure. A little um, bit. Um, I run GH yep. at two IUs. Okay. 
um, just for my joints and everything sure, like sure. that. Yep. And then um, all I do is take tests at 500. Yep. Less is better. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's When we talked about bodybuilding, how you yeah. didn't like that side of things, yeah. this is a real simple way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't I don't like to push drugs. A lot of people think I do, but when you look at my skin, you can kind of tell, you know, people's skin, the way they yeah, sweat, sure, you know, sure. all those things, their yeah. face, their acne, yeah. you know, all those things kind of give it away. Right. And when you look at mine, I look at, like a very normal guy, just a little bit fluffier. Yeah, yeah. Your, well, that's power lifter, right? Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, a little so, calories yeah. in there. And I don't want to. I don't want to run out already. You know, I'm 27. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm young. I don't need to be pushing drugs like. No. Right. Um. You know, at my and 30s, you know, and I need to get up there real quick. You're old like me. So. Is there is there a contest? Uh, you know, that's sort of like the staple of it all. Is there a contest prep that you do uh, that changes between you and your coach when you're ready for a contest, or you kind of just run, you know, uh, your protocols the same and, and just sort of, you no, know, okay. I keep it the same because um, I don't I don't want to have those bursts of strength. Yeah. Um, as long as I'm progressing, we don't really change anything. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You know. So and that's uh, a smart way to do it, honestly. Yeah. You're not, like so you're not that. smashing D ball and Halo the yeah. week before no, the competition. No, no, no. I, I see it at the meet. <laughs> I see yeah. it. It's still there. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Still there. They all do it, but I, I like, like I like my mental space. I don't like to lose myself, you know. And uh, yeah, that's why everybody sees me being happy and stuff like that. And I I never want to change that, you know. Right. I don't want to lose myself and become this this druggy guy who's just roided up. It's, the, just, it's not yeah, a it's not I'm an mad. at all cost mentality. I want to do my best as me as a human. But I want to be a human. But it, it also doesn't mean you can't right. achieve those goals. Either. No, for sure. That's what I think yeah, people yeah. get as confused. As long as I'm progressing, you know, you know right. and I don't need to push anything crazy. Right. I won't push anything crazy. Yeah. You know, till I hit that point where it's like, all right, we need to push something different. Yeah, and yeah. add a little. You know, if it's working, well, it's I, not, I, I stop producing yeah. testosterone because yeah. yeah. I'm 40, and you know, that's me. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think when I got tested one time, it was like 10. I said, 10. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, no, it doesn't <laughs> no. make any sense at all. You're actually, you actually should feel like right. horrible I do dog like shit. I do test and I said like 400, you know? 800 to 900. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's where I try to dial it in yeah. too, right? So yeah. I get my blood work done about every three months and I know a lot of guys don't and I always push it on the show and yeah. uh, we don't hide either. We'll talk about anything because any good information you can give some of these young yeah. guys out there is good information. Uh-huh. But certainly the one thing that I push the most is, man, you got to get in the fucking doctor's office and make oh, sure yeah. you're not right. hurting yourself because this shit isn't life. No. It's not, no. you know. And but I've taken stuff when I did bodybuilding. Yeah. And I've had my enzymes go pretty, pretty Oh, strange. I bet. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, nope, this, I can't do this. Well, fuck, we see it so much anymore, right? And I, I asked this question the other day, and do we see it more of these tragedies that take place because we're so much social media and information involved that it's easier to see these things? Or has it always been there? We just didn't know. And, and I'm curious what your take is on it. Honestly, I think it's uh, it's a lot more available now. Yeah. Back in the day, you couldn't go up to somebody and be like, hey, you got, you know, drugs, you got tests, can I buy? Right. You would be scared to ask anybody because sure. it was the black market. Now yeah. it's... You can order you, that shit online. Anywhere. Yeah. It's so easy to get right. it. And you got people, you know, at the same time, they're scared to go to the doctor yeah. to get tested and see what, what's going on with their bodies. And then people don't cycle off. You know, and a lot of people yeah. that ask me to yeah. give them advice, it's like, if you're mentally not stable enough to cycle off of it, you right. should never you should even never play with it. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you have Absolutely. that downfall, yeah. you know, of your hormones and you kind of go through about two to three weeks or four weeks where your right. body's trying to adjust back to normal and it's not easy to go through. No, and there's a proper way to do that too. Yes. Yeah. You know, and certainly we know it, and we probably both have made that mistake before. We yeah. didn't do it properly. Yeah, okay. and it sucks ass. It's fucking it terrible. But when you're telling me you're you're running you're running trend or you're running, oh, you know, yeah. and you're you feel like a horse and you're everything yeah. feels like lightweight and then you come off of it, oh, yeah. you're gonna have that little it's bit of yeah, yeah, dip of psychological like, oh man, I'm not feeling that crazy. 
hunger anymore. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I think a lot of guys are, are still fighting with the right way, wrong way, right way to do these things, and always mm -hmm. too much of it. And I think that goes without saying. It's always been around, right, guys? Whether it was a readily available or not, the abuse of it always exists because the guys just aren't in the right camps with the right people and yeah. the right information coming their way to do it the right way. Yeah, you being in the health business. Yeah, that's certainly I'm first and foremost is always on top of your mind. It is, I, and not easier. just with the protocol, your food and everything is good. Yes. Talk about that for a minute. It is easier because I mean I have my dad in my corner. Yeah, um, I'm very open with him. I kind of tell him everything I do. Um, we do blood work together and all that oh, stuff. Great. Yeah. yeah, my nutrition. Um, I actually am sponsored by Truth Fit okay. Nutrition. Yeah, so they kind of give me my meals and I also eat at the same time. I cook my own food, so yeah. it's kind of like a nice balance of having six meals, five to six meals a day. Pretty open with that. I mean, is it? Is, are you um, a guy that's uh, you know more calorie deficit or to calorie uh, surplus uh, with your macros? Does that matter, or is it just more about feeding your body? I'm more of uh, carbs. I need carbs to stay okay. fueled. You know, yeah. get the best workout. Because whenever I don't eat carbs or enough, have enough food in me, my workouts are not yeah. efficient at all. You die out. You know, so carbs is my main source always. You know, right to get as much as I can to have the best lifts. What about your over-the-counter stuff? Uh, is there things that you do kind of to, to help your body, assist it in recovery, assist it in performance that, you know, you go to GNC and pick up that's a part of your regimen every day? I take multivitamins, fish oil, you yeah. know, all these vitamins that you take, zinc and vitamin D, vitamin E, you know, yeah. all, all those things. Yeah. You know, I kind of stay on top of it. Yeah, it's just never, the baseline kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing, no secret, uh, you know, thing that no. you like out there. I, that I don't like. think there is ever a secret. I don't think so either. either. You know, people that, want a secret yeah. answer on like how are you yeah. strong or yeah. how are you lasting right. and not hurting and right. i'm like you just got to do abc it's kind of pretty straightforward right. Right. people just don't want to put the time in yeah i know? would agree that's the truth I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's exactly it Literally. everyone's looking for the secret and not hey if you do these three things consistently yeah. there you go yeah no can i just pop a pill and be that yeah well no, no. motherfucker you can't no <laughs> yeah. even if i give you the top drugs in the world yeah if you don't put in the work yeah, you ain't it doesn't matter. Yeah, you ain't doesn't nothing. Matter. Yeah, it goes without saying in every sport, right? It doesn't yeah. matter if it's basketball or bodybuilding or powerlifting or Everything. other. You've got to put the work in, man, yeah. and dial it in. Everything's <laughs> got to be right, including mm -hmm. what we talked about in the beginning, your rest and recovery. And if that's not there, fuck yeah, that's like Very one. True. That's your three-legged dog at that point. You know, you're not running real fast. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not a huge Greg Doucette fan, but I watched one of his videos one time, and he sounds was like, like Gilbert Godfrey. I he does sound like Gilbert Godfrey, and he screams constantly, and he's fucking annoying. Yeah. But I remember he did one video, and he was like, "What? You mean HRT doesn't fucking get up and make my food, and HRT doesn't go to the gym for me, and HR like I thought I just could just take HRT, and I didn't have to do anything anymore, and I would just be fucking huge, you know? Yes. <laughs> but that's the mentality a lot of people well, have. Yeah. They think like, "Oh, you're taking this, that's why you're well, strong." That comes from those people. If I didn't yeah. take that stuff mm -hmm. i'd still squat 750 yeah. Yeah. that made me squat 770 that's what that fucking did literally, literally. it helped <laughs> my recovery yeah though, it helped man. my recovery i really <laughs> think it's more about that that's 100 what it is I it's a recovery it's product yeah. Yeah. yeah it is yeah. recovery it helps you instead of taking three days to recover yeah. 24 yeah. hours your muscles are back 100 percent agree with that yeah. statement yeah it really is recovery mm -hmm. if you talk about you know any of these protocols that's what it's about it's about recovery yeah you know it's it's great to it's great to have these kind of, you know, sort of uh, positions we take and, and, and sort of preach a little bit, too, as we 
go through our lifting lives or our gym lives, right? Uh-huh. Um, do you find do you help out a lot of young guys? Are you coaching at all, or do you get involved in in any type of uh, things outside of your general uh, programming and your general uh, competitions? Um, do you do anything along those lines? I've helped. I've helped. I don't coach anybody, but I've helped. I've helped a lot of guys. You yeah. know, I've coached guys for free, so I don't really right, right. Say right. It's kind of how it them. starts, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of yeah. help them out. You know, guide them in the right ways. Um, people always DM me. Ask me questions and stuff like yeah. that. I'm always more open, like to talk about anything they want. You know, give them advice when when I could. You know, and yeah. give them tips and tricks on what I do differently. And you know, send, they sent me videos and stuff like that. Yeah, and I help out whoever I could. You know, I always try to give back. Growing up, um, guys, bigger guys used to not really teach any any of the younger guys. No, they guys. didn't. Oh, no. They didn't. No. no, get out of the way. You know. Yeah, yeah I got I got shit to do. Yeah, yeah. let me lift my shit. So yeah. uh, when I was younger, I'm like, if I ever get bigger or stronger. I'll, I'll love to teach everybody. I think we're all, I think there's a few of us a part of that camp, you know, because mm-hmm. I remember too growing up and, and, you know, there was always the one guy around to give you a little something here and there that can maybe get you down the right path. But it was a big guessing game because you didn't have the kind of resources no. with the good personalities you got out there now that are willing to help. True. I noticed that you didn't have much of that attached to, you know, your social media when it comes to coaching. But I thought I'd ask because, yeah. you know, it seems to be one in the other these days, if you're yeah. in competition, you're coaching. Yeah. It tends to be a money grab for a lot of people too, true, true. which I think is probably a bad thing for yeah. all these sports. Mm-hmm. Unqualified people giving information that's just sort of cookie cutter and you know, going after the dough of it, I guess. I agree. Uh, but certainly with your resume, it wouldn't be hard to do yeah. that. I'm sure you probably get people asking all the time. Yeah, a lot of people ask me to coach them. I just choose not to because I don't have the time to give yeah. somebody my full commitment with me trying to, you know, be the best powerlifter in the world and that nursing school, you know, and juggling that and that, I got too much on my plate to try yeah. to coach anybody. You know? and, the, and the truth is, too, and it's no offense to you or anybody else, but there's very few elite world-level powerlifters that break world records that actually understand coaching. They've it's been true. coached to get there. That doesn't mean they know how That's to right. coach. True. You know That's what I'm right. saying? People have to have an interest in that true. to learn that. Yeah. And to do that, it's not just because I lift 2,000 pounds mean I can coach you to 2,000 pounds. No. Yeah, and the yeah. idea is if you're a power lifter or a bodybuilder or a strongman and you've never done those sports, also doesn't mean you can't coach either. Right. So there are just great coaches out there. Bill Belichick didn't mm-hmm. play pro football, I 100%. don't think. No. 100%. But he's a great coach. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny because a lot of times the in, in this industry, or I should say sort of in our genre, uh-huh. people catch shit for that, right? Well, who's this guy telling you what to do because he's never power lifted before? But yeah. there's great minds out there that just understand the way the body works. Henny Rambo is one of the best coaches. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a bodybuilder. No. They're interested. Yeah. They're, they're interested in it. They learn about it. And they have the mind for it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's it, Beyond what you learn in a textbook, you have to take that and apply, which you talked about with Ben Pauly before. You have uh-huh. to take that, apply that. You have to look at all the feedback. Yep. Okay, that didn't work. we got to make this adjustment. And that's got to be interesting to you. Yeah. I can, Anybody can teach you something out of a fucking textbook. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. There's nothing special there. It's uh-huh. the same thing with doctors, right? They spend eight years learning a fucking textbook, yeah. and then it's called practicing for a fucking reason because they're spending the rest of their life practicing medicine true to figure out what the fuck is actually going on very true we're an nc17 show (laughs) (laughs) this guy's favorite word he got deep with that one he He got got deep deep with that one i get get passionate i get passionate when it comes to coaching you look at our analytics we got nobody under 17 are you a coach i I do coach yeah okay Yeah, yeah Um, and it's because it's a passion of mine because similar to, you know, people that probably ended up in my position is that like, I was overweight. I was trying to lose weight. Okay. I tried to do it all by myself. So I did a bunch of research. Right. And I found 
I found in doing that there was a, a multitude of information out there. Okay. And 99% of it was shit. Okay. 99% of it was just wrong, was just some dude that lost some weight, so he's telling the next 100 people how to fucking lose weight, and that's yeah. just, it's not right, right? So I took a, a, a passion in that shit. So I, I started, I became a personal trainer, and then I moved into strength and conditioning. And, and I don't coach now um, because I'm focusing on other stuff, yeah. but it's still a passion of mine. I still study that shit at my house. I just gave... Cody, one of my old uh, Anatomy of Strength books, you know, uh -huh. and I was like, hey, take a look at this because yeah. it just, I love that stuff. It's very interesting to me. Um, I don't have time to do it anymore, kind of similar to you. It's like, and it's, yeah, it's and, it's, and I got other things yeah. to move on to. Now yeah. I have this platform where I can hopefully reach millions of people as opposed oh, yeah. to 10 people in my gym. So I agree. Honestly, um, I, I would love to coach. I think I have the mentality to coach. I just don't have the time. Um, I always get called to go coach wrestlers. Yeah. Um, in high school and stuff. Oh, you're wrestling. still involved in that a bit. Yeah. How I good of a wrestler go were you? I was pretty good. Yeah. World champ. I bet you were. <laughs> you were well, fucking champion, I man. lost to one guy from Catholic Central every year. No shit. But yeah, and he, yeah. Was, he was the number one in the States. And you didn't take it to college with you? No, I no. didn't want to. Did you have a chance to? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I could have. I could have done sports. It just, I knew, I, I was thinking of how far can I take it. Yeah. And then I was like, no, let me finish school. Gotcha. This isn't yeah. a career yeah. that I can take far yeah. or make money out of it. Yep. You know? Yeah, you're so. like, I got four more years of it and then what? Exactly. And being a student athlete, that's a yeah. tough thing to do, especially exactly. when you're focusing on a career like you're focusing on. I take a lot away from that. Exactly. Good, and, you know, yeah, you know, so I was guys. like, no, I'm good. I don't want to do any yeah. any sports. I don't want to get injured yeah. where I have a torn ACL or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I hung it up after high school. Yeah. Yeah. But I love helping back. I love, I love teaching everybody. Sometimes I'll be lifting at the gym. I see somebody, you know, doing something wrong, and, and they're like, hey, can you give me a tip? And I'll go show them. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. mind at all. You know, yeah. I love helping. You get back to the old high school sometimes when you're home? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, good. Yeah. Huh? That's fine. Walk Throwing them little kids around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at them. You know. Stop being a... Time. Yeah. In yeah. Wins yeah. Open Gym, I'm going to go up and bench press real quick, too, you know. Yeah, I, never, I never go off of programming no more. You don't, dude. Never. Look at you, never. man. I did in the beginning, but yeah, when, I feel like my, my goal is too big to fall off. And it is. Like, a lot of yeah. my bodybuilding friends are like, come on, let's go work out. I'm like, sorry, can do that. Yeah. You, you want to come bench and squat with me? They're like, we're not benching and squatting. I'm like, that's what my program calls. So, yeah, sorry. Right, right. No, no, no bar curls tonight or something. No. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's great that you say that because I yeah. see that more and more from top level athletes like yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you're... You're you're not falling into that gym trap anymore. No, because we grew up like that, right? I mean, we did was, fall into yeah, it a lot, a lot back in the day. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. chest and buys on a Friday night. You're oh, damn right. Get you the know? pump going. You get the pump going. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Now it's yeah. totally different for you. You know, I, I saw you do it. I want to talk about your podcast a little bit because you're going to get that going back up too, right? We yeah. talked about that. Yeah, for sure. And Clark, right? Guys, uh, your buddy, yeah. McRizzle, we call yep. him. Yeah. yeah, he's a pretty jack guy. He is pretty jack. He is. Yeah. I, I, I was like, wow, he's a bodybuilder though, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. give him a little kudos right now because I got to tell you, I see him sometimes and you guys are hanging out. God damn, he's really looking good. Yeah, I, I call him arms. He's got some arms on. He got some biceps like no other. Yeah, he has the best crab pose I've ever seen. The most muscular. Yeah. He comes down and it's, I think I saw a picture yeah, of that. Night and day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I love your pose. I, I've never been impressed by anybody. But he's a bodybuilder, though, right? Yeah. He's sticking in that scene a oh, little yeah. bit. And that's what's cool. That's yeah. why we get along. I do me. He does him. We go to the gym together, but we 
completely. See, I'm yeah, meet you in the middle. Meet yeah, you for the shit. He spots me sometimes. I spot yeah. him. That's about it, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, y'all go to the gym together and stuff? And we're like, we don't work out together. Uh, we go to the gym at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> our, our energy just collides yeah. and then we yeah. just know. Best you know? friends. You guys are really good friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see that. Even when you're doing your podcast, which I know is going to come back out soon, right? Yeah. You're going to hash that up again. What yeah. was the name of your podcast? It was the Gym Freak Talk. Gym Freak Talk. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, because you're not, you're the showman now. Yeah. But you always be the Gym Freak. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I saw that actually. I looked at it. Wait a second. Yeah. The showman. It makes complete sense to me. Yeah, somebody called me that, and I'm like, yeah. that makes sense. I do be putting on a show when I lift, you know? And, yeah. And yeah. this old man came up to me when I was at my last meeting. He's like, man, you're such a showman. And I'm like, what? He's like, your parents... Have... I'm like, you know, my parents... He's like, of course, they're standing up and yelling. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my loud, parents don't are. <laughs> and yeah, and he was like, you just put on a show, you know? Yeah. You didn't even lift the heaviest lifts, but... Because yeah. I was doing a wrapped meet, and I was I was raw. Yeah. So there was a guy squatting 900... Um, but I was, everybody was still like blown yeah. out with me. And I'm like, I didn't even win the meet. I don't know why y'all so excited. They're like, you're the showman. Like, yeah, I love that. You know, so to I'm me, like, that's the rock star of it, right? Yeah. there's a little bit that come, you know, not everybody's built like that. Yeah. I wish more people were because I, I, I enjoy the hell yeah, out of that. I love it. This one right here is a showman. Look at that scream. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I train her. Her name's Amber. She's an up-and-comer, junior powerlifter right now. Nice. But she is fun to watch, man. She can be USBA? She can US APL right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She comes a, to that side. Let me know. I'll get her some nice meets. I will. Yeah, I will for sure. Yeah, yeah. I want her to start making her inroads within the community for sure because she's at that point now where she's probably about a year away from being an elite lifter. But okay. in the low 900s right now for her nice. at 162 pounds. But she's getting there. But she's a showman, and I love that. It's Everybody remembers the showman. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not bad for marketing, You know what's right? crazy is what I've noticed is girls show a lot more emotions than guys. Oh, yeah. And powerlifting. They do, I'm like, they? Yeah. When you squat 800 and above, you're benching. Like, show a little bit, like, top athletes. I'm like, show a little more emotions. Like, you yeah. know, you're, you're lifting something not any human could do, you know? And, and, and we want to see that because we want these sports to grow. And they grow through, <laughs> through consumership. They don't grow with exactly. powerlifters watching powerlifters. Exactly. You, you know? lift 800 pounds and then you just walk to the bag. It's yeah. like, okay. Not me. I yeah. fucking scream. I'm right? a screamer, bro. Uh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Unless some energy out. She's man. better to look at. She's are, way better so. to look yeah, at. But yeah, I'm, a, sure. I'm a screamer. I got my squat picture. I'm I fucking red in the face. I ain't the prettiest when I scream. No, man. But your dance is smooth. You know? I just have fun with it, man. It's just so much fun to, to do what I do and, and enjoy it. And then seeing people smile and, and yeah. get hype with me, it's like I feel the radiation in the crowd. Yeah. You know, you know what else cool. I love about your, your persona is you, you, you really are immersed in your heritage, too. Mm -hmm. You know, the way you're dressed. And what do you call, yeah. what do you call your... Uh, schmuck. Schmuck, yeah. yeah. I love that, man, yeah. when you do that. And I've seen you wear some other things, too. I yeah. love that. You bring that in with you, and I saw pictures of your mom and dad, and they're uh -huh. there with you. Yeah. And, God, that's got to be a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Whole family's just circling around. That's you right super now. dope. Every time I do a lift, I'll go hug my parents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I give them a hug and, you know, they both kiss me. And my mom kind of gets scared. Yeah. When she sees all the weight and, you know, she's be praying and yeah, stuff. She, you know how a yeah. mom is. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's like they, she hears 800 pounds. Nothing wrong with like, a little praying, man. She's like, so, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, and I see her kind of like super worried. And then when she sees me go up, and that's when she gets excited, like, okay, and she calms down, you know? Yeah. My, so. <laughs> my mom went to my first competition at michigan states uh -huh. this last year she'd never seen me lift before it's also the first time i failed a squat in competition mm -hmm. and she's like i walked over there and, and of course she's like it's okay you know and i'm like mom shut the fuck up right you know like because you know, like, i'm a he little i'm too. a little aggressive i'm a little <laughs> yeah, aggressive it's a shame actually but Sorry. my mom yeah. but my mom goes she goes i wanted to run over there and be like 
help you up because that's that's my baby boy, you know, <laughs> getting crushed by this bar. And I'm uh-huh. like, I'm glad you didn't fucking run up there and help. <laughs> I love hey, you, Mom, but I'd have left. Hey, they, they worry. They yeah, worry. They worry. You know? man. Yeah. I get I appreciate it. I love it. It seems like, yeah, it's nice to have that support, though, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're coming to every one of your shows and enjoying it. Like, oh, yeah. you're enjoying it and you're giving yeah. back to them. And, of course, everything you say great about your mom and dad, which you've already had on this show, I... You know, I think it goes without saying your character is right where it needs to be. And I Thank appreciate you. you coming out on the show today. Thank okay. you for having me. You know, me. I tell you, man, uh, you know, you're every bit the guy I thought you were going to be. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm stalking you sometimes. You, know? <laughs> you are. Because I stalk a lot of people. But I, I feel like you I have to, to when you got a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to yeah. get to know him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you definitely represent well, man. And I, I appreciate you coming on. And I got my hip surgery tomorrow, so I, I knew I wanted to get you on today. And I appreciate making hey, the good drive. Good luck with your hip surgery. Hopefully hey, man, I'm going to come back. Man. I'm going to document everything. I, 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? Right from going in to yeah. eight months from now competing in my next Strongman show, hopefully. But yeah. in any case, I'll, I'll be bouncing some questions off the guys I know like you and making sure yeah. I'm in the right camps to get the right information for my rehab. Yeah. So you can count on that. M3 sure. Detroit, I'll be getting hold of her as well because <laughs> I'll be should. needing a little of that. Man. Oh, yeah. She's great. Thanks again for coming on, man. You got hey. anything to say uh, to anybody out there? No, um, honestly, thank you guys for having yeah. me here. You know, you guys took the time out of your day to sit here and talk with me, you know, oh, chop it pleasure. up. Oh, my pleasure. You know, pleasure. I don't really like to always talk about myself, but sometimes when I can give back and oh, that man. involves in motivating people, I love to do it. Yeah, well, thanks again, man. It was our pleasure, and uh, I do it anytime. So have a safe trip back to Chicago. When, yeah. you, when are you heading back? Tomorrow. Okay, we'll have a safe trip back, and we'll keep an eye on you. When's the next show, you said? October. October. Yeah. All right, we'll get a hold of you before or after For that. Sure. Maybe have a quick Zoom call chat real quick. For sure. Maybe after. Fucking Zoom. Let's go down to Chicago. Yeah. Is there going to be a Chicago? We need yeah. to get to Chicago. I need, some, I need to go. I need some Luma Y'all Nottis anyways. Y'all Chicago, and then we can set up a little shit in my I would love apartment. doing that. Hey, I'm listen, man. That's I've been wanting to be There's a lot of great strongmen out there, too, like you said. So I'd yeah. love to get out there to Chicago. So we'll talk. Plus, oh, yeah. I need oh, Luma yeah. Nottis pizza, bro. I'm dying for some There's a lot of good food. Whenever you guys down there, Thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. All right.